the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our number 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Uh, Dr. Parsons is uh, out today. He's back tomorrow. Trace will be sitting in with us, and Dr. Calvin Finch and uh, Milton Glick. So call us and. Tell us what's going on in your world. We're going to get caught up with uh, David Rodriguez in just a second. David was here doing a uh, presentation. So once he gets through, we'll find out uh, how that went. So uh, give us a call. Tell us what's going on at 308-8867, 308-8867. Man, you were having a discussion. Yeah. Uh, the One of the questions was uh, lawn showing uh yellowing and browning and uh, this particular case and I've seen this quite often in my neighborhood the, it's a brown patch with all the rain we've had and plus people continued their a lot of people continued their watering and uh, as we get into the fall the lawn doesn't grow as fast doesn't, and doesn't need as much uh, moisture uh, the humidity is higher and so, it really, we converted really quickly out of brown patch weather into brown, brown patch weather. The thing about it, it's relatively easy to stop its spread. Uh, you definitely should do not need to be watering the lawn now because of all the rain we've had. And, uh, and at this time of the year, we've moved into that period when the, uh, the extra water does not translate into extra growth. The, the lawn is... Uh, reorganizing to get ready for the winter. Uh, and then the uh, it's getting a little cooler. Now the easy the the thing about brown patch is that it's really easy to stop. If the if the lawn watering stopping doesn't stop just any any of the labeled uh, uh, lawn fungicides work really well. Uh, there's some hose end sprayer kind they're really easy to use. There's a granular granular what are some of the brand names? Now, I used Fungaway the other day. I don't know if that's still on them. Uh, F-stop, F-stop would be the most commonly used, but we carry a Fertilome Systemic as well as uh, one of the Bear products mm-hmm. and one of the Scott's products. So in granules, we've got three different varieties. Because when you're using a yard fungicide, uh, you use it till you stop 
having results with that fungicide. You don't change chemical families. You don't use one one week and one the next. Uh, you, you always use that, that one until you stop having the results and then change chemical families so that you can start having uh, a good a good response to it again. Well, the good news is that it, almost all of them, this is one fungus that uh, most of those that are labeled for it seem to stop its spread. Now, don't expect a, a quick greenhouse. So expect it to stop spreading, but uh, sometimes... The green up now brown patch. The good news is that they'll, in the middle of the patches, it'll start greening up a little bit. But uh, some severe cases, you may not get uh, any kind of uh, really repair until spring, unless we have a growth period. This you're just fall. you're just uh, arresting the problem, and uh, and you have to yeah. get it to regrow in. And most fungicides, if if people were to read the label, uh, almost all of them require a second application, uh, either 14 or 21 days later, depending on which fungicide it is and uh, so you can actually get a reoccurrence very quickly uh, if you don't do that well if the rain and if the rains continue or if you continue there's it's amazing how many people are out there watering their lawns on a regular schedule still as we go into the fall and we haven't emphasized it a lot, a lot of years we, we emphasize the fact that once you move into the fall uh, you cut back on watering, and if your lawn does need watering, you water in the morning rather than than in the evening. So we're in that situation now. Uh, the in addition to the chinch bugs we've been seeing, uh, now that the rains have started again, the temperatures have cooled down. We we wouldn't expect it to be uh, drying out uh, like like it was in uh, uh, July and in uh, last half of June. So. Good chance that it's brown patch, and if it's brown patch, it's re- relatively easy to stop the infection. And it's related uh, to water. T- tough to stop the rain, but... Right. Uh, and we have seen a lot of uh, leaf spots on the grass, too. So you know, it's not just one fungus out there that you you got to be looking for. So uh, that one kind of looks like uh, just spots in the middle of the leaves. It may look like your lawnmower blade needs to be sharpened, but uh, it's truly a fungal problem. Yeah. And then let's see, what was our other, uh, oh, I know, the, uh, the other question that went on and on was all about the uh, fall, uh, the winter garden. So we had our own session here while David was having his session. Yeah, we, we had a very successful one down there. He's uh, he's off to a teaching oh, okay. seminar. So for, uh, and I went, I went ahead and bought uh, my, would uh, be happy to know, despite my, Inclination to wait and plant. I went ahead and bought uh, uh, broccoli and cauliflower and uh, some. I, I need some Swiss chard when it shows up for Steve well, there Brown. Was, there was some out there. So oh, I didn't. Oh well, show it to me because I need it. And then I then I'm also given a program uh, next Saturday at 10 a.m. at the Dream Hill States. A free program at the neighborhood clubhouse out there by Medical Center. Uh, Mention it in my article in the Express News this morning, uh, so look in there. But uh, that Dream Hill Estates is out there. If you go on 410, you just go uh, west on uh, Babcock, and it's just across that neighborhood, a small neighborhood across the street from the running track there at the medical center. Free program, 10 a.m. Uh, we'll talk. We'll have a nutritionist there to talk about. Uh, 
utilizing the fall vegetables and the nutritional value of the fall vegetables. She'll probably talk about kale and... uh, Chris, kale's okay as long as it's mixed with Swiss chard in my... <laughs> I think I got three or four different varieties of kale out there. Yeah, right yeah. Last Sunday, you were you were bringing up a bunch well, of... Well, I was looking at some ratings on uh, uh, vegetables, winter vegetables, and kale is heads and tails. Of course, it depends on how they rate it. You know, some emphasize a, 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 one set of nutrients and others emphasize another. And then fiber is always important. But kale, any way you look at it, uh, kale is a, is a really n- nutritious uh, vegetable. And there's an amazing number of ways to, to use kale. We went from selling like one flat every couple of weeks to, I, I think, kale's right up there with broccoli now. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, they were. Uh, somebody was telling me about uh, that they, they, they have the same experience with kale as I do, that it's not their favorite taste, but they, they slip it into every smoothie they make and uh, every vegetable they, that they prepare they slip in some kale to take advantage of those those nutrients uh, and it doesn't you know put it in a limited amount it doesn't change the taste of your favorite uh, green vegetable all right 308-8867 is our number 308-8867 toll free it's 866 866- 308-8867. Trace, this is the time you usually come up, and since you're sitting here, we get to talk maybe a little bit more in depth about, uh, did, did we pick out a plant of the weekend? Uh, no, I was going to get that here in a short uh, Okay. I have one in my mind. Kale. Can I, How about kale? <laughs> we could do kale. Can I vote for one? Sure. Okay. What about the uh, candlestick? Uh, is that what that is? That is, but I only have like one or two left. <laughs> what is it? What well, is you better it? hurry and call. The candlestick. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. It's finally blooming. Yeah, no, Jerry's been. Yeah, he was talking to on it. And I've seen him in our neighborhood. Someone has one, and, and I, I, I wouldn't, I would have noticed it because it's really a very pretty plant, but uh, I didn't know what it was. And... Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about dragon fruit after oh. the break. So. Okay, cool. After he organizes his. Uh, my dragon fruit presentation. Uh, so tell us more. We've got, the, of course, we've got the broccoli, and we got them in the. A number of those vegetables are in four inch, the four inch size, and in the uh, two inch size too. Um, uh, so I got some of them. I got in four inch, and then things like cabbage. I've had good luck with two inch, so I'm going to continue to use two inch. Um, yeah, kale too. You've got in the in the four inch. The thing about the four inch size, we talked about this in the tomatoes. When it's hot like this, that root system is much larger in there, and you got much more of a capability to deal, to make it through a hot day, without uh, tolerates it better. Wilting, yeah, wilting, and and you know the plant may not die if it dries out every day but it, but that slows it down you want it to plant to maintain its growth right. rate. no no stressful events any kind of stress will will uh, impede the progress of the plant growing plus you can uh, sometimes we're money ahead uh, if you say like I I like Brussels sprouts but I really don't need six Brussels sprouts so I get you know two or three is and, and then you can buy them in single and broccoli you know you can get your 12 or whatever you get of, uh, of broccoli. Kale, too, is uh, kind of, you get the, 
try try two or three different kinds of kale and get one or two plants of each. And, then, and they're all going to have either different colors or different textures, so they look great in a... Amazing different yeah. textures. Uh, some, uh, some of them look like you could use them for sandpaper, and then they, uh, and the others look like they're uh, just like collards or uh, Swiss chard or something. And some of them are really pretty leaves. You know, Is I, there a, yeah. I really recommend planting a, a lot of uh, kales and leaf lettuces in with their, their winter flowers and have a sustainable, edible landscape. You, know, you can eat pansy blooms. So if you grow some lettuce around there and some kale, you can get the, the texture of the leaves. You can get different colors of leaves, like wow, yes, lettuces. You a... So you can have a really vibrant-looking garden that you can actually go and make a make a salad from. Have you eaten pansy blooms before? <laughs> I have. What do they taste like? Uh, it didn't taste like much. Okay. We uh, haven't mentioned uh, garden mums. Oh, while. yeah. We yeah. Good selection, and uh, it's getting better every week. Well, the thing, thing about the garden moms, you can get them at any stage. Say you got a, you're entertaining tonight, and you just you, know, you need something to really create a splash. You could get them uh, the white and the and the yellow and the different uh, colors. They're completely open. You just plop those containers right down, put them tight together, and boy, you get uh, 15, 16, 20 of those. It really makes a Impression. We do sell a lot of them the for centerpieces. It's it's quite mm-hmm. amazing. I don't doubt it. They look like big pillows. Or, or if you want a longer bloom period, then you just get to somewhere the buds are just opening up, and they'll uh, they'll, they'll last either in your garden or just uh, placed as decoration. I look at mums a little different than everybody else. I I like the perennial aspect of it. You know, if you treat them right during the the spring and summer, you can have a great show that gets better every year kind of like people okay. we get better as we get older yeah or at least i hope anyway yeah we just keep telling ourselves that some people get better yeah <laughs> so uh great perennial you know the the first in my opinion the first year is the worst year and really they, and they only get better with time that's pretty cool well they do they emphasize that more up north than they they do here and i get i guess because of the the uh Gotten used to making a show in the fall, and of course every football stadium. Here comes the sun. Every football stadium is decorated in the, in the north, at least, is decorated with uh, garden mums. Let's go to the phone lines now at 308-8867. 308-8867. Lonnie is on the line. Hi there, Lonnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How Hello, are you there. doing today? Oh, just what's fine. going on? Um, uh, that's French. Uh, why, in your extensive article about coal crops and, and crops are planted in the fall, why did you not mention spinach? Did you catch that? I, yeah, I, I, wants, to, wants to know why you didn't talk about spinach in your article. Yeah. Oh, spinach? Well, part of the, the, the situation with spinach is this, this year is kind of an exception because the nurseries have been able to produce it early, but... We generally recommend that spinach, we wait and plant spinach uh, in November. Or you, if you plant it by seed, you can start, but it doesn't like hot soil. That's that's why we, a lot, most of us have switched to transplants. Historically, the, the growing operations don't have it till late October or November. Yeah, November is always the time. But that everybody's I, learning, so they've yeah. figured out how to make it happen sooner. Yeah. Now, the, tri- the key is or we'll have to see if there's an advantage to planting it early. Uh, now or if, if waiting till November 
is uh, still is still the best uh, recommendation. And then anything is you can you know you can experiment. You can plant some now, see how it turns out, and if you turns out good, uh, then you have spinach much earlier than you would otherwise. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a that's that's pretty high up in that nutrition list. But it was surprising that it wasn't as uh, I, I always thought of spinach as being much higher than than it, than it was in some of the lists I've saw seen. Lonnie, do you grow spinach? Oh yes, absolutely. What That's variety good. do you do? Oh, I've, I've used all of them: Bloomingdale and latest uh, uh, Bloomingdale. I think it's the name of it. Um, oh, I don't remember the other names, but uh, yes. How do you harvest? Usually, you harvest leaf by leaf, as you uh, need it, or yeah, uh, well, yes. I ordinarily just pick it as I need it, rather than pick up the whole plant. So yeah. because it'll keep on producing that way. That's right. Yeah, if you don't go over same way, as, same way with the the broccoli florets. Uh, just as you mentioned in your article, of course, if you pick it, the side shoots and so forth. Yeah, and let the head yeah, continue. Bro- bro- broccoli's amazing because you get those big heads uh, first, and then you cut those off, and then you get a long season of those side shoots. My wife, in fact. Uh, she came pretty close to recommending we just cut those big heads off because she likes the side shoots better than the than the uh, the big heads. Uh, but uh, bro- broccoli is getting more and more popular, and using they're using it in a lot of uh, new ways. And but I'm, I've always liked it. I thought it's. Lonnie, do you do your spinach from seed? Uh, excuse me. Do I do, do I do my spinach? What? From seed. Do you grow from seed or do you yes, transplant? Yes, I, I think one of the joys of gardening for me has always been to be able to put some seed in the ground and, and watch it germinate and, and begin to mature. That's to me, is, is the essence of gardening. Yeah, I, 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 I sort of have become a little bit centered mm, ways in concerning that, and, and I... I, uh, I, I I see more and more all kinds of transplants, and I say to myself, God, how silly when these people can just put seeds in the ground and and get that extra uh, element of satisfaction. Of course, if if the only thing you're looking at is simply to to have a have a plant produce, well, that's that's up to the person, individual. But I I just I, I think that's an element of gardening that I just can't right. I, I can't. When do you? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. When do you put your seed in the ground? Excuse me. When? When do you plant your seeds? Uh, generally speaking, I've always waited until the end of September. Okay. 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 Yeah. That. That. that because makes I sense. find that German, as you just as you suggested, germination is a lot better with it. Yeah. But that even things like carrots and rutabagas and, and turnips and things they even do better uh, towards the the soil soil. Takes a while to cool down. Have you done the Crawford reseeding lettuce? No. Um, uh-huh. I I have used. Uh, oh, I've had. I've, I've never have liked the black seeded Simpson. I think it's called it. That would never appeal to me. But I like uh, bib lettuce. Uh, it, it, it's such a. Uh, well, I always want to say it's a cute little head of lettuce, uh, and. Uh, uh, it, it it adds a, a little bit of crunchiness, not not uh, kind of 
sort of like a, a uh, uh, iceberg lettuce, but with a lot more leaves to it. Dark, dark Which one is that? I've always liked. I'm sorry? That was the bib lettuce you were talking about, oh, yeah. right? Bib lettuce, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Trace, Trace had a question, too, have, about your spinach growing. Have you ever tried to grow that monster spinach? I have not. Uh, we, one year we had great success here in the nursery growing it, and... Uh, the next year, not so much, but it sure tasted good. Yeah, I think that was the big uh, the big thing was the taste. What is what you, is the one the that they refer to? It's it, it's what? not a true spinach, but it's called a it begins the letter M. Malabar. Uh, Malabar, Trace likes yes. Malabar. I, I like that one. That one it it grows uh, more viney, but you uh, you definitely can use that in in placement of any spinach. So it cooks like it. It tastes like it raw. Uh, Everything about it is uh, is spinach, even though it's not really spinach. Now it's often so been. You can grow it when it's warm. But it'll grow when it's warm. Right. Would it, would it be a good choice? Let's say uh, if I wanted to put it in, let's say this this weekend. Well, you or, could or, grow or it. Should we have this? The, I, w- I would be growing your regular spinaches now, and then uh, and then once those are done, start looking for the plants. The transplants are hard to find. Uh, but if you like doing seeds, you might try Johnny Select Seeds. He, he, they'll probably have that one by seed there. Uh, but it's a it, to me, it's a warm weather yeah. crop. Hey, okay. Lonnie, we gotta go. Well, we gotta run to break. Oh, oh I was gonna ask him Thank about kale. As he's, as oh yeah, have you have you become kale? a kale person yet? I'm not a big kale person. I I, uh, I was born in the South. I was I was born in uh, Louisiana, and I grew up eating cornbread and greens. And kale was not one of the greens. It's turnip yeah. greens, mushroom <laughs> green, collard greens. And uh, this, 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 this sudden fascination that doctors and everything have on about kale, it's, I said, where have you been living most of your lives? We don't, kale is, is not a be-all and end-all. A kale is just another green. Uh, and uh, I don't think it's any more or any less nutritious than, than the more traditional greens. That is much too reasonable an opinion, Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the info. Yeah, thanks. Sure, you take you care, bet. man. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty eight in the one gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. 
Do you owe the IRS or being audited by the IRS? Don't stress alone. Call Taxation Solutions at 210-263-3392. 210-263-3392. And listen to the Taxation Solutions Show for the answers to solving your tax problems. Sundays at 3 here on 930 AM, The Answer. See how easy your old bathtub can be transformed into a beautiful safe shower. Call 210-655-1111. Give us a call before you fall. It's time to call Safe Shower. 210-655-1111. Hello, this is Esther Nail, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spot Asante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spot Asante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spot Asante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. As you navigate the back-to-school chaos of teacher conferences, homework, laundry, and carpool, make sure you also pencil in some time to plan for the future. A well-crafted estate plan will reduce your stress, and it's also one of the best gifts you can give your family. I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. We help families achieve peace through planning. Most people don't like talking about death and planning for what happens when they're gone. At Weisinger Law Firm, we understand this and do everything we can to help the process go smoothly. Let us help you get a will or trust in place. We start with a free consultation. Just call 210-308-0800. We'll help you put a plan in place to protect your family. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas, so call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or WeisingerLawFirm.com. That's W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. Without warning. America changed forever. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. And the way we defined evil changed as well. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. Today, we remember the innocent victims and the heroes that ran headfirst into danger during the terror attacks of September 11th, 2001. We will never forget. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Trace has uh, brought up the plant of the weekend. The plant of the week. I was weekend, looking at the weekend, weekend. Yeah, I keep threatening. We need to fix that so we get you some. What's that? The echo. That's the, Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking for your for your question, but okay. So you want to tell us about? All right. So uh, we, we had a call about this because I remember googling this before. Dragon fruit. Yeah. Is uh, is going to be the plant of the weekend, and it's uh, it's a cactus. 
uh, can get quite large. It grows kind of viney, and uh, and it is an edible fruit that comes on it. Uh, from what we've read, it takes about six years before they're big enough to, to produce fruit. And uh, we have six of these, and they're $49.99. Uh, great for a container. We've grown them in a container for a while here and been very successful. And in fact, they're even on a little, a little trellis. But we're looking for their cold tolerancy, so... Well, okay, so this is from uh, homeguidessfgate.com, and it says uh, uh, is a cactus, and temperatures under 32 degrees Fahrenheit will injure it over time. All right, so it's always going to be grown as... back from light injury, but severe and prolonged freeze could kill the plant. So that's what I thought. We have to grow it as a container plant here, uh, okay. so a big pot, something the size of a half whiskey barrel, uh, big enough to grow it in, but small enough to be moved inside when we're going to freeze. And uh, we normally keep them in the greenhouse, but we brought them out uh, just for this event. They're right outside the greenhouse. Getting the some fruit sun. is certainly unique looking. It's, uh, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool. I'm, I'm sure there's uh, some nutritional value in that, too. Yeah, it, it talks about that a little bit, too. Because mostly, if you Google it, the first sites you get uh, that come up are, uh, are health-type sites of eating the fruit. Uh, Dr. Merkula and some right. others. You sit right there next to kale, huh? Yeah, so if you got yourself a kale and dragon fruit smoothie, you are set for the day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. okay. I think, uh, Mel, not a tested. Trace, don't you think that would be a great thing? I think so. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I would, but I'm allergic. I, that's how I knew about it. Uh, that would mean that that bag of Fritos over there. I'm not allergic to those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to look online and see what it tastes like. Or if you've eaten dragon fruit, you can call us at 308-8867. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So um, what's the cost? Uh, the the larger ones are $49.99. All right. And they're on a little trellis. Uh, we do have some smaller ones that we're rooting now. Okay. And, uh, and those will probably be available this spring. So if you want the larger one, you can either come on by, sun's come out, and uh, lots of the other gardeners, or you can call the nursery, and they'll put one on hold for you. Here is, I hate to break in, but here is garden mums and snapdragons in yeah. the same, in the same, same wagon. Yeah, that's the, time, that's the time of year it is when you can grow the cool weather annuals and the uh, summer plants, too. So, And the number for the nursery is 497 Six zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Well, we talked about garden mums. Um, those are on sale. They are. Do you want to talk uh, about uh, that, or do you want to talk about some of the other things that we uh, got featured on sale, like the Mexican heather and well, Mexican heather is a, a, a nice one. Uh, it's uh-huh. a tender perennial, and uh, in general, it's going to be somewhere between twelve and eighteen inches tall. Uh, if it does get any taller than that, you can cut it right off at the ground, and it'll be back up and looking pretty again in three weeks. Wow. Uh, very small purple flowers, and uh, it's it's a great plant to put near a vegetable garden or if you're growing fruit trees, things like that, because it's a bee magnet. Oh, that's a good idea. Which one is it? Mexican, Mexican heather. heather. Oh, gosh. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Here. Oh, here, hang on. Oh, there. Uh, She's yeah. from the uh, yeah. Kamal Master Gardeners. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay, so you're on there. Here, you show that to Calvin. 
Okay, what is this? It's growing uh, as a hedge around uh, Walgreens. I was huh? wondering if that was Sinisa. Yeah. That is Sinisa. Yeah. Okay. That's well, it. Just so unusual to see a blooming. That's why you had trouble uh, identifying it's it. It's blooming now. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Just oh, yeah. before the rains? Oh, oh. Or is it what? just after the rains? No, I'm joking because he doesn't believe no idea. that it's called a barometer plant. And, or no. A, Nickname is barometer I bush. Yeah, barometer bush. That's what it was. It's kind of, it, it is a, it's yeah. a interesting and, plant at very least. Uh, you know, of course, drought tolerant. And a native, uh, the the thing about it, and both Trace and I emphasize this, is it's a versatile. You can actually hedge the thing in it. In it That's what they, at Walgreens yeah. they have yes. a hedge. Yes. And the See, I've, I've seen hedges uh, of them at an at a, a nursing home where they've done the whole ooh. row, and they're about. Six feet tall. And yeah, that's about how tall this yeah. was. Yeah. Now, my personal well, preference are the ones yeah, that don't get that tall. I'm not from here. Okay. I'm from South Louisiana, and oh. that doesn't grow well. Oh, that's, no, it, it doesn't like too the much there. That's where I'm from. I grew up in New Orleans. So. Oh, man. But uh, it's a great great plant for our landscape, and, uh, again, the nickname was barometer bush for, yeah. for a reason, I think. I think so, too. And, and my favorite varieties are uh, Silverado and Desperado. And be careful where you plant it. Now, we've learned that. Yeah, don't get it wet. You want to, don't want it in a low spot. Uh, you know, it doesn't make any difference when it's droughty, but when, when we've had two years of good rains, uh, it is it is very drought tolerant, but it's also sensitive to wet feet. So, uh, did you, can we ask your question on the air? No, I'd rather just ask a question. Okay, well, why don't you talk to Trace real quick, and he, you're you're not on the air. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 and toll free eight six six. Yeah, and the, that's where I noticed too, because um, I think I, I I went back and I asked Jal. And and it was like well they're they're kind of hard to kill and the only way you can kill them is by getting them too wet. So where at the nursing home that I noticed them, all of them look great, except one, and it just it looked pitiful. It was dying. It was just it was brown. It was you know all the other ones are kind of upright and they're you know strong and stuff. And this one, and it so in walking around the grounds I noticed that it was right underneath where the sprinkler oh, system yeah. was. And so, yeah, you know, the other place that they, that will show up, I thought you were going to say, right where the downspout mm. is off the roof, because that's that a make, kiss of death for them. That makes sense, too, yeah. But I, I, they really are very pretty. We have a, yeah. uh, a neighbor who has uh, who's sort of created that topiary look, you know, uh, with his, so it's, it's uh-huh. conical, yeah. uh, and, and it's a it's a good-looking plant when it's not lo- not blooming, but when it blooms, it's just outstanding. It's why do, gorgeous. Why don't you don't like the Lowry? That uh, yeah. Well, the, the problem with that one is finding it. Oh yeah. yeah oh, you mean it just it's, yeah, it's hard it's, to. Uh, well, you your article came out and there isn't any. Huh. So um, that was the only drawback there. It's just hard to find. Yeah. Uh, Color spots really the only one that that grew it, and uh, they haven't had it available. Yeah, cause we we were admiring it uh, the first time I saw it was out there at the Mitchell Lake yeah. in their native plant garden. And gosh, it was just spectacular, that kind of a blue. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's different. And, uh, of course, that, that uh, in addition to the 
pretty blooms and versatility as as far as a hedge. Uh, butterflies like it, hummingbirds like it when it blooms. So uh, speaking of hummingbirds, so we put up a feeder. Yeah. And it's been up a while, like since Tuesday. And no action. No action. Wow. The hummingbirds hate us. Why do they hate us? Well, I I think I think that's part of. Uh, don't, don't every year don't we go through this Milton with our some of our listeners too is that that if you if you got a lot of blooms in your yard yeah I mean it's do you clear. see hummingbirds normally no okay. well we did and when the last time we did the feeders we got lots of hummingbirds yeah well I think you still will but uh, I think the big migration hasn't even really started yeah yet. when the, the, no. you'll get the the other thing is that if you if you've got a, normal landscape where you got some some blooms you know plant flowers and things you'll see you'll see one they, they talk uh, to each other I think yeah, is what during the day oh, okay but then then you put the hummingbird feeders up and what it does is kind of concentrate somewhere you can uh, observe them mm-hmm. uh, so I would expect you'll see but what we're talking about this it's the fall migration time and one of the ways to really take advantage and observe all these hummingbirds that are moving through San Antonio three at least three different varieties uh, is to have to put up some hummingbird feeders sugar water feeders uh, they're easy to put up hang them on the eaves or the arbor then the other thing that really works well is to find yourself uh, some firebush in a container or fire spike if it's, We've if got it's both. blooming actually on fire spike that was my top dilemma because there's a, another color, so we'll talk about that next week. Okay, cool. Uh, zinnias work. Um, Trace was telling us about that, you know, that we got some new zinnias in uh, because there's the zinnia plant growing, uh, blooming season is still pretty long, but they're, they're a favorite hummingbird plant, so you could plant a containers of them, uh, just special for this fall. If you can't find firebush, and I, well, we, I loaded we up after nice after that last head. article, so uh, I've I've got more than one variety. I've got the little dwarf leafed one that doesn't get very big, probably really good in a container. Yeah, it's got a, You want it blooming because you want it ready for action. Now, pentas also work pretty well, especially if you're in a shady situation. The thing about the firebush, if you get them now from the nursery, you can put them in the shade to last. For this fall, and then for if you want them to last permanently, you got to find them a sunny spot. Now, I really like mine in a container permanently, uh, in a uh, three-gallon container or five-gallon container. Thing only gets about three foot, a three-foot globe. Really a nice compact plant, uh, and comes back every year. And then when the cold weather gets here, the leaves turn purplish uh, before they fall. Off and then it's it's a uh, in April it'll be back up again and then it blooms in late summer. Well, I got that I got that one variety of firebush in that Jerry didn't like, but I think it's really cool looking. It's got a variegated leaf. Oh, so I remember that. that light, yeah, light colored leaf, uh, almost a Martha Stewart green, and uh, with the orange flower. So it's uh, it sets off even on itself. You can you can really see the flowering. Oh, you know what I saw the other day that surprised me. Uh, I've, I've always kind of poo-pooed crepe myrtles because I don't, and there's so much wildlife vi- value in them. But there was a flock of uh, 
lesser goldfinches going through the seed heads of uh, one of the medium-sized, and they were just having a heck of a good time up there harvesting. Is there a greater seed. goldfinch? Yeah, the Mar- American goldfinch. Okay. Oh. I said to ask that because yeah. everything's lesser. Here lesser. Yeah. Uh, the lesser, the lesser goldfinch here, man, and most, a lot of our listeners have seen them and has have them in their landscapes. They're uh, they're here year round. They nest here, and they're black and gold. Uh, they don't change color. American goldfinches that come here uh, for the uh, winter are pretty plain. And they get here late in the fall, and then they leave pretty late in the summer when they finally start showing some of their color. But both of them are fun, fun to have because they they get pretty tame, and they they'll come to your it'll be upside down on your sunflower seed feeder or thistle. They really like thistle too. So they're only gone for a couple months. They're gone for well, let's see from. You said they get here ju- late ju- fall. July through July through. October or November, so that's oh 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 okay. okay. And they're unpredictable because they don't. They only, I guess they only go as far south as uh, the weather forces them, and and they find they're not inclined to to make a you know regular visit. If you had them last year, doesn't mean you're going to have them this year. Hey, we need to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. We've got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett, and myself, Milton Glick, right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Millburgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just $3.88 in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for $4.88 in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the Hill Country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country, 
at 210-693-0305. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 South West Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with a 10. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. By now, you've probably heard us talking about Project One, a citywide initiative to encourage mentoring in San Antonio. Project One was built because we believe that one person mentoring one other person who needs it for one hour week can make a huge long-term difference. Project One needs you. You've heard about it, but are you called to do something about it? The need is great, but there's an even greater acute need for mentors. You. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One banner for a list of organizations that are looking for people just like you. Project One. You've heard about it. Now follow the call you're hearing. Go to 930amtheanswer.com and click on the Project One link to learn how you can become a mentor to someone who needs it. Project One is supported by great San Antonio businesses like Documation. Brought to you by 930am The Answer. City Reachers and the San Antonio Christian Leaders Forum. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Um, what, there was one where we were. Oh, uh, if you've uh, dragon fruit is the plant of the week, so if you have. Some uh, personal experience with dragon fruit, give us a call at 308-8867. And you, if you're thinking of a winter vegetable garden, uh, my, my article today in the Express News is available at uh, oh, the uh, Valeros and mm-hmm. 7-Elevens and those. Uh, you just buy that Sunday edition and the, the Saturday gardening column will be will be in there. And it's got it's got a... A lot of the information that we've talked about on, on vegetables and growing them. But then you can also go to plantanswers.com. There's just lots and lots of information on uh, uh, winter vegetables there. Uh, so, and again, uh, those of you that want to uh, go to a program next Saturday at 10 a.m. at the uh, uh, the Dream Hill Estates neighborhood over there by Medical Center, the, there. Clubhouse, it's got a free program. You're welcome. Uh, attendees will receive at least one transplant. Uh, there'll be a nutritionist there from the Health Science Center to talk about kale and. Uh, so is, it, is the, a free transplant going to be kale? Uh, it, it depends on what I can 
It'll come from Millburgers, so oh, I, I've oh. got I've got broccoli, cabbage, and uh, I was hoping to find some Swiss chard and uh, and, and uh, kale. I got some kale, so it may be kale. But uh, I'll, and I'll I'll talk about the plants. And uh, if you want a, uh, you can send an email to Milton. He'll, uh, he'll, yeah, just Milton at KLUP.com. And he'll pass it on to me, and I'll send you the yeah. directions if you're not sure where that is. Trace was, uh, uh, when we went to break, and you uh, disappeared. I don't know where you went. Uh, I went to look for chard. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you just went to the restaurant. I was going oh. to a hard time. Um, but we were talking about his experience at the... Uh, with the bats, where? We went to uh, Old Tunnel yeah. State Park. Have you ever done that, Calvin? I've been to I've been to bats. I don't know, not the Old Tunnel State Park. Yeah, it's was, very cool. It's very cool. It's more personalized. Uh, you know, you get to. I think there's about three million of them down there. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, hang on a sec. We'll we'll come back to. It. I don't want Pat to wait too long. Uh, and then we'll talk about it because yeah, when they when they're all coming out, Pat'll be happy. It's to, a whirlwind of ha- it's happy to, to hear that yeah. he or she moves ahead of the bats. <laughs> Hi, Pat. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thanks for calling us. What's going on today? Well, I have an interesting orange tree. I've got myself one of those uh, Satsumas, and uh, this uh, tree has generally bloomed every spring, but this year. This year, it didn't bloom at all, okay? It had a decent amount of leaf cover, but probably not enough uh, 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 fertilizer for the for the, uh, flowering. Well, anyway, so I added some extra uh, fertilizer so that would help. didn't make a difference. But now, in the last few weeks, all of a sudden, it has started blooming. I never really? heard of an orange tree blooming by the end of the summer. Well, they're they're pretty unpredictable. Uh, lemons and limes are notorious. They'll be blooming. Mine have been blooming all summer. Yeah, um, mine will do. My, my lemons yeah. will bloom, as a matter of fact, twice a year at least. The well, I, th- I, th- I think this year too is a uh, special. And last year was the same thing. You, when you go, when you have relatively cool weather, and then you have a real hot, dry spell like we had for mm-hmm. six weeks, mm-hmm. it throws. Uh, uh, throws the chemistry of, of of some trees off, and well, they've been mind of been getting water every even when it's not uh, yeah. um, even even when I'm not it's not raining. I go ahead and make sure they're watered because they're both well, but they, lemon you know, and that, I, uh, orange are in pot. A lot of times, what we are you know our interventions don't necessarily. Uh, make a difference? Yeah, make a difference. Day uh, length and and uh, daytime temperature versus nighttime temperature, all those are actually bigger part. factors. And we haven't seen uh, okay. the, the peach trees or the pears bloom yet this no, fall, but they might. So it does happen occasionally. Yeah, yeah, that, well, that quite, happens quite often. Uh, orange tree, uh, um, like I'm trying now, to think. It's a, you have a mild winter like we did last year. It might, yeah, we did. And might I might make it all the way through. Yeah, for some reason I didn't have any blooms. Now I, I keep the trees when we get freezes. I keep both of them in the garage, but uh, uh, it was really weird because because uh, the season before I had so many oranges they didn't even get sweet. <laughs> the, but uh, this time I'm only just now seeing the flowers, and I did. I, I thought, well, you know, is this how long, normal? How, how long were they in the garage? 
they're in the garage until we have our last freeze, and then I, I see. I'll, I'll pull them out when it's when it's gotten above freezing. Uh, so they go back and forth into the garage in the winter, and that's doesn't, about doesn't it. The cold help the the uh, sugar content. Well, yeah, little, yeah, a little bit. I was just a little worried about the uh, enough light for the buds and things. Uh, well, again, the lemon tree uh, has never had any problem. And uh, the orange tree didn't have a problem uh, last year, uh, but uh, and what's because you know I'll I'll put them out if the weather gets above freezing, because you know if it's below freezing I'll go ahead and keep them in the garage. But uh, the thing is, I also make sure there's a light on in the garage, and it helps a little bit. But anyway, so you say sometimes these orange trees will go off schedule and bloom at a different time of the year. Is that right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. You say that yeah. these orange trees will sometimes go off schedule and bloom at other times of the year, then, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're they've got a mind of their own, and they're they're really okay. pretty independent. But uh, this <laughs> well, and this year, I'm trying to think of what's booming in my yard now. The lemons and limes are blooming for sure. Grapefruits are loaded with fruit. They're not blooming. Uh, my lemon tree uh, is uh, loaded with sumas. fruit. Of course, I have to prune it back because it doesn't have have enough uh, dirt space in the thing to hold a lot of lemons. But uh, it, it's, I've got a whole batch of lemons on my lemon tree. Has your has your bark already turned brown? Uh, Does it look like a tree on the trunk? On the branches, yes, because of the fact that I don't. Well, when I get new, uh, let's see. Let me take a look real quick. Um, on some of the lemon uh, lemons are on uh, branches that are off of uh, brown stems, and some of them aren't. On the on the satsumas, though, is the is the no, trunk the brown? No, the got uh, uh, it's all the flowers are all on green branches. Right, but there's the trunk is the trunk brown? Oh yeah, and and okay. most of your, uh, I put your it main in the branches ground. are too. This is I'd about wait. a four-year-old tree now. Uh, I'd, I think I'd wait till March or so, and I think I'd plant the Satsuma in the ground. Uh, we, I don't want to have, have either one of them in the ground. I really don't. Well, that, that would be the only one. Yeah, the Satsuma is the only ones out of what you got that you Yeah. Really... Well, I mean, uh, you know, if I, not knowing the real specifics of your plant, but I, I would be nervous about how much time it spends in the garage. And, well, uh, I like you know, say, it, it, does, it does need some, uh, when need the, some winter when the sun's out light. The, uh, yeah, if it's. I, I pulled them uh, out of the garage uh, during the day, uh, if, and then you know, put in this okay. actually freezing at night. Uh, uh, and so far, it's never hurt the tree. Okay, well, we'll see if anybody, you know, our other listeners have had. I'm sure everybody's got a, a few stories out there to relate on strange uh, behaviors strange behavior by citrus trees. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. I just needed to know whether or not this was. Uh, uh, there was something really that abnormal about this yeah. tree. <laughs> okay, I think you've Sounds answered good. that. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you. Pat. You take care. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Okay, so I'm sorry, we had to, I wanted to well, get to Pat. Yeah. yeah, we definitely need to talk about it. That's what we're here for. Yeah, no, no, no. So, uh, but yeah, but before we go to a break, yeah, uh, I, I want to encourage, because I've done what you did, too, was to go to the, uh, the train tunnel and, it's uh, absolutely, it's so cool. Uh, even the history of the tunnel itself was yeah. amazing to me. 
But uh, just to watch the bats come out, learn about the different bats and uh, what they eat and their traveling habits, it was uh, it was a great experience. Um, certainly affordable. Yeah, it was. Uh, they have an area where you can watch for free. And then they got an area that you can pay $5 donations. Yeah. Well, and if you're looking for a cause, uh, you know, you ta- you mentioned what an interesting topic it is. It's also they, uh, here in Central Texas, we've got lots of opportunities for people to help protect the uh, ca- caves in their mm-hmm. winter, sure. their summer grounds. And, and I, don't, I don't remember the exact numbers, but uh, the, there was like 30-something varieties of bats that, that populate the United States and like 25 or 26 of the varieties yeah. all can live in Texas. Yeah, that was uh, it really is amazing. Well, they've uh, people have mobilized. Uh, I'm sure of nine or ten times to protect uh, habitat for bats, a really significant habitat, and uh, uh, that opportunity still exists. Uh, and then the the education opportunities are just huge, and they're always looking for volunteers. So, uh, just uh, if you haven't gone, again, it's overwhelming. Tell folks where it is real quick. Well, my wife drove, so I wasn't oh, okay. paying a whole lot of attention. You can look it up, but it's just basically it's near Fredericksburg. I-10 toward Fredericksburg, and then uh, I think, I don't know why I want to say Utopia, near Utopia. I remember seeing Seven Sisters okay. at some point, but uh, if they Google it, it is a state park. Yeah, so. if you Google it, you'll find that. And you'll find, I think on the website, it has directions from different areas uh, as well. So uh, you can sort of say, from San Antonio and from Austin. Uh, how to get there and stuff. But uh, if you haven't done it, uh, it, it'll leave a, a very uh, leave an impression. Show uh, up early so you can get the, the good. Yeah. Well, they're all good seats. But uh, and is the restaurant still there? Can you still uh, the little I cafe? Didn't see one, but we really didn't look around. Oh, there's a cafe. There was a cafe. Uh, make sure you get under the umbrella if you go to the restaurant. That's a joke, you know. The oh. bat, the bat poop flying. Oh, out there was. It, it actually doesn't. We were told that they do they 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 relieve themselves on the way in and while they're in the tunnel, but they don't do it on the way out of the tunnel. Oh, very no, often. they're very polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, give us a call at 308. 8867-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment uh, by the way all the stuff that we talk about on the show the events and stuff you can find out more about those at milbergernursery.com back in a moment on 930 AM the We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Trace Hazlett, Dr. Calvin Finch, I'm Milton Glick, and we're here at Milberger's at 1604. And Boulevardy Road, and you can come by and ask your gardening question in person. You don't necessarily have to be on the air. We'll we'll uh, get your permission to obviously be on the air. And if you're shy, uh, don't worry about it. Trace answered a question just now off the air. Was it one that uh, our listeners would want to know about? It would probably appeal to some people. What's um, that? She had some weeds growing in a, a bed of ivy, and she wanted a chemical to help her control it and um, so not harm the ivy but kill the weeds right so i, I explained that uh, she could do a grass killer their ortho makes one called grass be gone 
the concentrated version is called Ornamec. And those are grass killers that can be sprayed around most ornamentals without hurting them. Uh, but there's not a, a chemical that can tell the difference between the weed and the ivy. Yeah. So that's broadleaf. Yeah. Not a broadleaf. But uh, you know, on that, on that, with all the rain, the Bermuda grass certainly has is finding its way into. It is. Into the. It always creeps in anyway, but this year's shrub been. borders and uh, the flower gardens and everything. But that that is uh, sure makes it easier. It's almost impossible to to pull Bermuda grass completely out, but the, the so uh, that in combination with a a pre-emergent to because Bermuda spreads by seed and spreads by rhizome, so the the pre-emergent obviously would kill the seed and it would slow the growth of the rhizome, so you don't have to spray as often. Uh, and it, it, it works, but you just have to stay on top of it. Okay. Hey, we've got Virginia on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Yep, Virginia, you there? Virginia. All right, let's put Virginia on hold, and Roy will uh, talk to her again, see if we can't get that, that working. Uh, 308-8867. Yeah, uh, Roy just told me, Virginia, we, we, we lost you. So uh, give us a call. We'll get you right back on the line. 308-8867. So Roy want to give us a weather? We could. I don't know if he's ready for it uh, yet. No, I mean, give, give him a little warning. Okay, Roy, we're going to need the weather. Was that good? Yeah, that's good. Oh, good, okay. So, uh, Roy, if you 30 can... seconds, Roy. <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds to weather, Roy. No. Well, just stall, you know. But uh, 308 8867, 308 8867. The forecast in the paper talked about a thunderstorm today. I don't want to lose her. Yeah, well, we kind of had, there's a, there's a big sell off by 35 uh, coming this way, or at least it was. Um, hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. What's going on? Okay. Um, I'm trying to find plants that. Uh, or vegetables and that bloom too, or even just flowers that you plant from seed that will will bloom sometimes, you know, this fall, something that's quick. Uh, I had read something about a plant called sea, sea kale. Does that grow here? Do you know anything about it? Well, there's, lot, there's lots of really attractive vegetables. The, the one that I always... That, I always have to have in the garden and, and does well in ornamentals is, is bright lights uh, uh, Swiss chard. Chard, yeah, it's a Swiss chard, uh-huh. and that's got that's got stems, orange, yellow, Red. green. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was plus, looking it's for a, something it's that, a good, that blooms. It's a good vegetable too. Yeah. And it blue and it it also has the longest season of the greens as far as I can tell. It goes uh-huh. off into, into late spring, so that's one. Uh, well, we we will have a we will have a, a chard later. That's uh, it's an Italian I can, Italian chard of some sort that can actually grow during the summer months. Now wow. these kales, uh, as uh, Trace mentioned, there's a, n- a number of different kales, and they they really have uh, attractive growth habits too. They don't necessarily are not big on the on the blooms, but uh, and of course, if you're talking about uh, broccoli, cauliflower, yeah, they're 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 those are all blooms that they're and they're they're pretty attractive. Lettuce, yeah, I had a broccoli. Nice. 
Yeah. Uh, I was wondering about like four or five different uh, kinds of lettuce, different colored leaf leaf lettuce uh is really attractive. Uh, About mom, how safe is that for uh, bees and butterflies? Are they treated with pesticide? No, the the vegetables, uh, growing operations are going to to do the least amount of effort to get a a product to market. Spraying Uh is not something they want to do. So most of these things are grown in enclosed situations where they're not going to have... Uh, anything like that, even drifting on them from other you mean places. We're ta- are we talking about transplants? I think so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you uh, if you think that there's too much spray on them, uh, put them out in your garden, and the cabbage loopers will let you know. There, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's isn't. a good idea. They, yeah, I mean, re- realistically, they'll be on them in about two weeks. Growing cool weather crops, you almost have to be proactive. Uh, right. Either with spinosad or BT. Because uh, all it takes is to be unprotected for a little bit of time, and it'll look like somebody took a shotgun. Yeah, they'll find them. they'll find them for sure. Yeah, that, uh, that's a that's a uh, you know that we we have to be alert. We want to protect our crops, but uh, if, as long as we know what the the target insect is, and that's we're spraying just for that, uh, it usually is not, not not a major factor in, in our other butterflies. We talk about a lot on monarchs on. Uh, you know, you can you can even spray for mosquitoes and and still you know minimize the impact on uh, monarchs and other beneficial insects. What can you spray for mosquitoes? Because my garden is loaded with mosquitoes, and I even use Repel, and they're still getting me. And I, well, I don't want to kill the butterflies. Are probably the, well, what, what I, I that one out. Yeah. What you what you know the old the old formula is you go through. You make a detailed look for any kind of uh, source, any kind of puddle or or a crevice in a bark or anything where water, and you eliminate that. That's number mm-hmm. one. And then you go, then you look for the hiding places, and quite often you'll find a, a thicket or a, a whole understory kind of thing. And under, then, mm-hmm. under your big shrubs. And then you can... And then quite often, if you limit your spray to that area, uh-huh. you really you wipe out three-quarters of the population and you, you minimize any impact on the rest of the rest of the uh, landscape or the garden. So, okay. What type of spray would you recommend? Well... Any kind of yard spray? Of course, the, the, the one, the, one the, most, the most effective, the one they use a lot, is malathion. They also use permethrin. Uh-huh. Permethrin, which is a... It's a it's a manufactured, but it it is a uh, same basically the same as it's the a man-made uh, mimic of the pyrethroid. Yeah, cr- yeah, pyrethroid, which is a uh, the same chrysanthemum derived. So that works. So and we actually carry both versions. We carry a a a synthetically made as well as the actual. The actual always costs more. Yeah. Uh, than a, than a, a man-made version of it, but uh, they both work. And yeah, and if you if you residual effect. Yeah. That's why the EPA likes those. Uh, you, know, you can spray, and then a few hours later, it's basically gone. Well, uh, even even malathion is like a four-day or a five-day. It was uh, always difficult to use it on a 
on a peach orchard or something because you you know you generally spray it on weekly intervals and but yeah you can it's uh it does take a does take considerable effort and and uh searching and kind of uh identifying where those mosquitoes are hanging out but you can be pretty effective in in cutting down the population thanks virginia all right that'll free up a line at 308 8867 308-8867 and toll free 866-308-8867 and Roy is ready with the weather here is your Already? roiling th- he, he doesn't mess around he, yeah. he is he is he read our minds didn't he no he's just just jumping to, to you know Roy loves doing the same Roy weather and helping people <laughs> how's it going guys and so you know given the chance he's kind of always prepared he's like a boy scout he is prepared for the weather hey. hi Roy hey hi guys Let's take a look. Can you yeah, take a look? Take some time. Yeah, let's take a look here. (laughs) Let's do this on the fly. No, yeah, it was a little bit of, I'm not sure how much you guys got over there, but a little bit here near the airport, uh, the KLUP Studios. So just a little bit of rain a little earlier. Uh, About a 30% chance of rain uh, and some possible thunderstorms this evening as well. Currently it's uh, 88 degrees. what am I looking at? Yeah, 88 degrees today. Tomorrow's going to be a high of 90 degrees, low of 73. A possible uh, shower or two in the early mornings. Tomorrow, about a 20% chance. Uh, Monday, to start off the work week, going to be clear skies, 91 degrees, high of uh, 91, low of 72. Tuesday, high of 92 degrees, low 74, partly cloudy skies. Wednesday, some possible rain might creep back in. It's going to be high of 90 degrees, low of 72 with a 30% chance of some scattered uh, storms throughout the day. Thursday, high of 89, low 74, with another 30% chance of rain. And Friday, to round out the week, it's going to be high of 86 degrees, low of 73, with a 50% chance of some scattered thunderstorms. So looks like uh, toward the end of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, the uh, chances of rain pretty much go up pretty much every day. So get the umbrella ready for uh, for the work week. Well, so the one the one thing that uh, in that forecast, Roy, is that uh, uh, generally uh, lower temperatures during the for the high during the day, and also uh, that uh, important nighttime temperatures were yeah. getting down there close to seventy, which is really a, a major. I knew that would make you happy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It, it makes me very happy. Tomatoes love it. Thank you. Yeah, but but we're talking only we're until Friday. We're only talking about thirty percent chances. Of, That's right. Yeah, so. Well, thank uh, you, sir. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, Roy. So uh, something new we got in this week, and we, we did this experiment last year. Uh, we, we brought in a, a large selection of fruit trees. Okay. So oh, got, for the fall. That's for right. For the fall. So we, we brought in a few citrus. Uh, we're, we've got a decent stock of avocados. I uh, saw some apples and peaches, uh, pomegranates, persimmons, one of the best fruit for you. We actually have some with fruit on them. I counted six fruit on one of them. Huh. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and normally I can remember when we were telling folks January they'll be in. But no, this is the, so apparently the experiment worked and people like getting fruit in the fall when they're planting their other stuff. Well, like I said, this, and this persimmon tree is, is loaded. So, uh, you know, you kind of get a double, double whammy there. You get to buy the tree and you get to eat some of the fruit. So could would that be one, too, they could kind of call and say, okay? Yeah, there's yeah they could, but there's like three or four varieties. So oh, so you really want to come out. They, they kind of really want to select that one themselves. And and you unless did. they don't care which one. But 
on uh, on persimmons, there's a astringent and non-astringent, so yeah. that, that makes a difference in their uh, how you eat one. Fuyu is the one that uh, generally we think of as the least astringent one that you can pick before it gets mushy, mushy, mushy right. The thing about the, the pomegranates too, they're such a wonderful landscape plant. That they, you know, that they have that nice shape. And then when they when they do get to the point where they've got fruit on there, it's almost like it's a Christmas tree. You know, it's like somebody decorated it. And when they ripen, really what he's, what yeah, he's really, talking about. Oh, okay. Really attractive uh, plant. Uh, specimens, they make great specimens for the landscape, too. We did get in some big pecan, uh, bigger pecan trees, too. You know, we, we normally stock like a like a five-gallon container. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got some... Uh, I, I, Looked like they were either tens or fifteens, but they were substantially bigger. So if you if you're thinking about a pecan orchard uh, or grove, is it an orchard or a grove on a pecan? Grove. Okay, so pecan grove, uh, we can actually get you started on that now too. Okay. And you have uh, some citrus on sale too. We do lemons and limes. It's Myers lemon and Mexican lime. Uh, they're regular thirty nine ninety nine, and we've got them on for nineteen eighty eight. That's half price in, in my mind. You can't go wrong with Mexican lime and Meyer lemons. They're consistent producers, and I'm, I'm harvesting uh, Mexican limes now in, by the bucketfuls. Uh, and uh, They're great for a patio garden because you, you're going to want to grow either one of them in a container. That way you can move them in and out, uh, just like the caller earlier was talking about. Don't leave them out for a freeze. And uh, they're, they're a little more sensitive to cold than... Uh, Satsumas or grape grapefruit, but they uh, recover really quickly. And they're, uh, if you grow them in a container, they're easy to prote- relatively easy to protect from the cold too. And gosh, they're they're pretty. The blooms are fragrant, and the fruit is unbelievable. And so. I, I would grow it as a bush rather than a tree. So instead of trimming up like you normally would on a on a tree, uh, you could actually cut down and keep it more contained, so it's port- more portable. Okay, that seems like a good idea. And it kind of naturalizes, it, it, it limits its size naturally in a container. You don't have to do a lot, you don't have to do a lot of cutting. They're easy to take care of. I think they're the easiest. Actually, even though they're some of them are cold sensitive, they're the easiest fruit to grow here uh, in a in a backyard uh, fruit. So well, yeah, usable usable uh, every day. Yeah, very cool. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett of Millburgers, and I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. 
or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. Right now at Mill Burgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites, like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, this is Pastor Kurt Hudspeth with High Resolution Radio, and I want to invite you to listen to our show right here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer every Sunday at 11 a.m. We're taking political and global issues that are happening, and we're breaking them down, giving you a biblical principle or either a biblical prophecy to be able to show you really where we are in biblical history. Be with us right here every Sunday at 11 o'clock, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we focus on the critical issues that matter most to you and your family. There's no better place to get the facts, the truth, about the most important issues of the day than at the ACLJ website. You can listen to our daily radio broadcast, watch our television show, get the latest news and insight on vital issues, even support the work of the ACLJ. Join us online at aclj.org. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, LawFirm.com. Homeowners, you know all too well about the recent hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985 and their incredible results speak for themselves check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com you'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy thrilled customers so if your deck fence or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms find out about how your homeowner's insurance may cover damages for more information call deck and patio care right now at 822-9147 that's 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867. That's our number, 308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. 
Um, one of the things that uh, I mentioned in the ad that we have on sale here at Mill Burgers is uh, one of my favorite plants. Uh, and if you, I don't know, maybe there is no wrong condition, but if you get it in the right condition, it just it goes you, gangbusters. Even you're successful? So even I am say. successful with Blue Plumbago. That's, I, I agree. I think everybody is successful with it. Yeah, it's a very really, forgiving. It doesn't really matter where you plant it. No. Uh, we have ours in a little uh, area between a cement patio that's covered and the grass. And uh, we could probably trim it up and make it look a little neater, but it just, we do that every year, and every year it comes back, and it's bigger and bolder and. The cats love to get under it and just to hide. And it's one of the most versatile of, uh, of all the perennials. It works in semi-shade all the way to... Some winter, yeah. Some winters it'll bloom all winter, too. So sun, yes. Shade, yes. Yeah. Deer resistant? Well, Uh-oh. not in my neighborhood. Uh-oh. Some neighborhoods it seems to be. Okay. Butterflies like it? Butterflies love it, yep. Any other animals love it besides? Uh, not that I know of. I don't think it's a. It's not not a great hummingbird plant. The, chi- the, the cats like it. The chickens liked it. Do they? Yeah, they will go out and pull off the little spent blooms for us. <laughs> oh, that was nice of them. They're earning their keep. Yes, they are. We're fixing to have five or six more join us. They're, they're really almost, almost big enough. My goodness. How do the cats love that? The cats stay stay away. Well, I almost brought uh, Tilly, my new uh, yeah. my one-year-old uh, West Highland Terrier, but then I thought I, I thought about, well, she misbehaves. Do I have the ambition? You know, and I was concentrating on the winter vegetables, so I think maybe we'll postpone her visit. She will, certainly won't behave like Maggie does and sit. Yeah, up, Maggie sit just up sits here and, and watches just, the world go by. Yeah, that's right. Watches the nursery enjoy, looking for trouble. Enjoy. Uh, that raises her head maybe a little bit when the chickens go by or another dog or cat, but she doesn't get too excited about what's going on. Tilly, Tilly is a Matilda is a different story. No, she's a, she's a little more uh, excitable, I think. Well, let's see. Have we missed anything? Oh, and are the I don't know if it's an advertised one. I was trying to remember, but I saw a bougainvillea hanging baskets. On That's, yes, they are. And uh, 12, I can't remember, 1288, I think. Yeah, in the uh, hanging baskets, in the 10-inch uh, hanging baskets. 10-inch hanging baskets. We still have a few of the hybrid roses. This will probably be the last oh. week that oh. they're on and a half because they're, we cleaned them up. They're starting to look really good and flushing out. Uh, so they, they will get prettier as fall comes on. Uh, Crate Myrtles is an in-store special. We've got the 24.99 ones on an in-store special for 12.44. Wow, that's they're great. Sit, they're sitting right where the maze is going to go. And I talked to Charles and said, you know, it's it's cheaper, cheaper for us in the long run to sell them off and uh, at a discount than it is to move them and uh, to make room for the the hay maze, which is coming very, very yeah, soon. Yeah, it should be. It's almost Halloween. We're going to be setting that up shortly. Uh, that's, 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 a, that's a really good deal uh, on those Cray Bartles. It is. That's uh, really, really good. If we're, uh, we're looking at the cal- calendar, we should uh, remind folks, too, that you, if you're going to get a pre-emergent herbicide down, Trace mentioned Ooh, the, yeah. this, uh, pre-emergent herbicide down, you need to get it down pretty quick because the winter annuals or the winter weeds there will be uh, sprouting soon. So if you had trouble with bed straw or beggar's lice, dandelions, thistle, 
uh, annual bluegrass, yep. yeah, or uh, uh, oh, um, rescue grass. There's a whole the whole list of winter weeds, and uh, the uh, pre-emergence are, pr- are pretty effective if you follow the label and instructions, and you get them down. The timing is is the key. They're especially effective in lawns. So go ahead and and do that now. Uh, I like a maze. Maze is the most well-rounded. Yeah, because you can do it. Covers all those weeds that I covered. Now there's a, there's a, other effective products, uh, uh, dimension and a number of them. Some of them the concentrate do better on broadleaf weeds right. and some on grasses. So check the label and make sure that the uh, label cover, covers the weed that you're interested in because nothing worse than to go ahead and spend the money, put put it down, and then. Uh, just have your that same that bed straw come back uh, like it like it did last last year. So that's that's a timing situation right now. We're waiting uh, on the lawn lawn fertilization. Uh, uh, you know we did we did mention that the the lawn growth patterns seem to have changed now into you know we got a little shorter day length and we've got not it's not. Uh, Grass isn't growing as fast as it was, but if you can wait, wait another couple of weeks to the end of the month and fertilize. But get your, you know, go ahead and get your lawn fertilizer, winterizer brand. We've already got it in. Oh, good. Three, three one, two ratio. What is ours here? Fifteen. Eighteen six twelve. Eighteen six twelve. That's eighteen percent on nitrogen source. Uh, so uh, that's 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 a good good product. And then just like the slow release lawn fertilizer, you can use that for your. Uh, vegetable garden you can use it for your flower garden really, really good too. for the cold weather crops yeah and uh, if you've got an open bag of uh, slow release lawn fertilizer go ahead and continue to use that for your your other uh, your flowers and your shrubs and everything else that you're growing this fall as long as it's not a weed and feed you know what else we haven't talked about much? do you want to discuss why well because we get that question Either we'll get questions about weed and feed, or somebody will say, "Well, I put down the weed and feed, and it more more people could, cause yeah. damage with weed and feed than they do good." Yeah, in this uh, in this climate, it's just not. It's all about timing, and and the two products really don't time together right. And then, so, yeah, without fail, somebody uh, we we get, we listen to the you know the damage the the spiel, and then at the end they say it was weed and feed. You suppose that has anything to do with it? So we're saying is that we don't recommend weed and feed at all here in in our climate. It just the timing is never right for putting a fertilizer and a and a herbicide down. Um, so and then you you don't you know it's just hard to get the full effect of a herbicide if it's done in a weed. You get the the best results when you separate everything off. You, you get a good quality fertilizer uh, with iron in it because most Weed and feeds, I don't think, have iron. Ooh. Uh, and we need that. Um, the post-emergence, again, you can spray them on at the right time, so you, you get them, uh, the, the product doing the right job at the right time. And uh, pre-emergence, you know, so they're all going to go down at different time frames. Trying to mix them just doesn't make sense. The other thing is roses. Roses are, uh, you, you know, if you're going to, Still, you still got a little time to prune out that dead wood, and go ahead and fertilize the roses. 
because uh, they're they're wanting to grow. They're wanting to to have that fall flush of growth and go ahead and bloom. If you're if you got hybrid tea roses, you could start your spray program again, insecticide and a fungicide. If you got the tough modern roses or old-fashioned roses, you really don't have to uh, do any regular spraying on them. But the, a little fertilization really uh, yeah. makes we, a difference. So we cleaned ours up uh, a few weeks ago, and we fertilized them with a fertilome fertilizer that has a systemic insecticide in them. So uh, you know that's always an option where you that is something you can combine fertilizer with a systemic insecticide so the insecticide goes in and actually protects the plant from a problem ever happening for insects or if you're more traditional you can uh, use a triforine fungicide and uh, acephate or similar insecticide and spray every week but uh, to take advantage of this the fall the fall flush of growth with roses is really pretty spectacular um, and, they're, and they want to start with all the rain we've had. They're, they're ready. Weren't you? Oh, yeah. You were describing now, now, Our Belinda's dream is now blooming. Mm-hmm. It's, it is, Are the flowers very big? No. Yeah. They're, they're smaller than normal. Did you fertilize at all? Uh, no. Um, maybe a little, but not very much. Yeah. That help, it helps if you fertilize. Okay. Um, and, uh, but they'll. It is really big. It's tall now. With yeah. With that extra growth. Let's see. I gotta you, figure out how to. October and November, you got. Sometimes into December, they do. They really do do well. So you got a, a, a nice bloom period there to take advantage of. Uh, so get get that done and uh, get them ready. Get the dead wood out. Nothing worse than all thorny dead rosewood that accumulate. Well, I get. I guess climbing roses could be worse. Or blackberries are almost as bad as. Roses too. If you got all kinds of tangled dead wood in there with the thorns on it, that just makes it hard to uh, hard to uh, manage. So, roses. What what's our situation on roses? Well, we do have uh, some of the hybrid roses left. Again, the, this will be the last week that they're 50 off. Uh, we, and we got a good representation of knockout roses. I saw uh, that. And there's a few a uh, few antiques and earth kind roses. Uh, that all fit into that saws package. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I and the I did uh, I got a couple of the Belinda's Dream, and they're a, um, the foliage looked good, and they already started to bloom those newly planted ones. So roses are easy to transplant, and you can transplant them almost any time time of the year. And, and those tough modern roses like Belinda's Dream and Katie Road, Grandma's uh, Yellow. Yeah. They're they're just uh, unbelievable great great landscape specimens and they're drought tolerant. They fit into a xeriscape. They do better if you give them a little water, but in terms of blooms, but they'll survive with uh, very little supplemental water. You mentioned the saws program. You want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, uh, you can if you are a uh, if your provider is saws. You can go on their website, and uh, you can apply for a coupon. It's a voucher towards uh, $100 towards the purchase of a specific group of plants. You have to commit to removing 200 square foot of uh, grass and, uh, and plant these seven plants and uh, cap off any sprinklers that go in that area. Um, you do have to put one cubic yard of mulch over the area when you're done. 
and you will eventually save water because the plants will require less irrigation than the grass would for the same square footage. Do you have to buy all the plants? Well, yes. Okay, I didn't know. You should. Okay. Um, Saws does go out and check. Okay. To make sure you got the right plants and the right square footage and um, that you actually put them at the right house. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I guess you could if you were prone to. So then, this, this, uh, the requirements this year are a lot easier to fulfill because you, you know, you could, they got include a lot of, uh, trees, especially small trees and, and, uh, just a few plants in an area. Right. With the moss. This, one, this one's seven, and most of them are larger growing and plants than, than some of the previous. If you, if you use Roundup, you can round up the lawn area and then put the mulch over the, just all, all put the Roundup down, and you'll tell if it's working. It'll change color within a week or so. Then you can put the mulch on there, plant right into that mulched area. You'll fulfill the requirements of the, of the program. Plus, you really uh, have a can have a really a nice area. And if you want some ideas, they you got a couple of places. You, uh, Millburgers has got. Uh, all the plants displayed here, but you can go to their uh, website, uh, their landscape website, and they've got uh, kind of combinations of plants, uh, ideas on how to use the, well, they the plants. Have, they, they actually have diagrams of using those plants uh, in a situation for different shaped beds. Oh, cool. So you don't have to have a 200 square foot uh, in any one dimension. It can be any variation of that together. It could be a circle, for that matter. Mark, Mark also... I don't know if I can do the math anymore yeah. to make that happen. Yeah, that it's much easier when it's just a, a square or rectangle. rectangle. Yeah. Mark Peterson from Saws, when he was here explaining the program to us, he also mentioned that uh, they are also offering, again, the hardscape program mm-hmm. this year. When it's basically, it's a flagstone without mortar, and you get uh, uh, a... a Rebate towards the cost of that, so you could you could do some serious landscape conversion, uh, hardscape and uh, the planted area, and get uh, if your uh, shop effectively you can cover a lot of the costs with the, the saws rebate program. And there's a there's another coupon out there too. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, there there is another twenty five dollar coupon available, and I'll. I'll tell y'all where to get it tomorrow oh, nice tease all right well with that in mind we're going to take a quick break and while we do you give us a call at 308-8867 308-8867 we've got more of Millburgers gardening south texas coming up with trace hazlett and dr calvin finch i'm milton glick and this is 9:30 a.m the answer Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now I want to ask you a question. Are you ready for fall gardening? Can you imagine pulling up to your yard, the cool fall breeze blowing, and the beautiful garden mums blooming? Well, right now at Millburgers, they can help you with that. In fact, those beautiful fall garden mums are on sale. Wide varieties of colors and sizes, and you'll find them now on sale in the 6-inch pot for just three ninety nine. Or get 10 and you'll find them on sale for just $30 for 10 of them. 
Right now at Mill Burgers, you'll also find savings on some of your colorful favorites, like Mexican Heather. It's on sale for just three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. And this is a great plant. Blue Plumbago is a Texas superstar because it just thrives in San Antonio and looks gorgeous for such a long time. It's on sale for four eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. You'll find these and much, much more on sale at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. Without warning. America changed forever. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. And the way we defined evil changed as well. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. Today, we remember the innocent victims and the heroes that ran headfirst into danger during the terror attacks of September 11th, 2001. We will never forget. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I can't believe we sold our house in just two weeks. And saved a bundle in commissions. When the Help You Sell counselor quoted us a set fee, we thought she was kidding. But then she put up the sign, started to advertise, and the calls started coming in. The house sold in only 10 days, and we saved thousands. All over America, consumers are discovering Help You Sell, the better way to buy and sell a house. At your local independent Help You Sell office, you don't pay a big commission, you pay a low set fee. You can save thousands of dollars, get your house sold fast, and move on to the house of your dreams. It's the 21st century way to do real estate. Help You Sell is definitely the way to go. I don't think we'll ever go back to the old way of selling a house. Help You Sell, serving San Antonio and the Hill Country. Ask for a free home evaluation when you call Sergio Martinez at 210-693-0305. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning, and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. We wanted Donald Trump to get smart. We wanted him to surround himself with strong people. So we went out and got Mike Pence as his running mate. Good start. We wanted him to focus on what was important. So his final speech at the RNC was all about law and order. Democrats say it was doom and gloom. Yeah, well, maybe they forgot the mood in the country. Hey, Hillary, we're in trouble. Trump knows that. Buckle your seatbelts, folks. This station is all over it. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our number 308 Toll-free, 866-308-8867, the number to call. Uh, Calvin and Trace uh, answering a couple questions off the air. 
Hey Trace, do you can we um, do you mind if we do your question on the air? Here, you grab the mic and uh, get everybody kind of filled in on what Trace is looking at. You're ready to go. Okay. Uh, first set of leaves was a, a red bud. Red bud. And uh, the, the well, he needed to know what it was first, uh, but he actually has a problem on it called anthracnose, and that's a, a fungal issue generally brought on by the spring rainy weather pattern. Uh, lack of sun, uh, the cooler temperatures, as well as red buds are notorious for it. They don't really like our summer heat, so they get a, a, a whammy from the spring, and then they get the, the second phase of it when we get really hot. The best varieties of red buds to grow are not going to be the eastern varieties. It's okay. Be Texas, Oklahoma, Mexican, those are all much more durable, and they can all fight off a lot of the problem by spraying if we're having a wet spring they can spray with a, a systemic fungicide uh, during that wet spring and then keeping the tree healthy irrigated fertilized will lessen how much of it comes on as well can i ask you because um, we just moved into this house and so we're, that's why we're trying to identify these trees i don't even know what is a, a red bud does it, what does it look like does it have a red bud flower or sort of uh, okay. there's nothing really red about a red bud it's okay. more of a magenta purpley bloom Oh. Um, so these leaves are all going to fall off for fall. Okay. Um, and then sometime in February when the weather's right, the tree will actually bloom before it puts on its leaves. And okay. it'll go up and down the, the trunks and the stems. And the tree doesn't get very big. Uh, okay. 15 foot would be average. Uh, what else do you want to know? Um, they aren't super long-lived. Okay. So you would generally be, you know, considering like a 15 or 20 year tree. Okay. Um, but great ornamental, and one of the few trees that that gives you that color in February or March, depending on how the weather's going. Uh, and again, before it puts on its leaves. So once you start seeing leaves, you don't get any more flowers. Okay. All right. The other one I have to look at the picture because I haven't figured that out. <laughs> okay. I appreciate right. it. Cool. Thanks. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Mark Peterson is on the line. I wonder if Mark's going to correct on something we said. Hi, Mark. Wait, what'd you say? Hey, by, by the way, we're still getting compliments on that great job you did last week up, up here. Okay, for the listeners, you know, Mr. Kinkay stepped up and stepped down his shoulder. I got all nervous. And Milton helped me out. He said I was doing a fabulous job. Well, <laughs> it's my pleasure, Mark. <laughs> What's... Uh, no, Trace uh, explained the coupon program perfectly. Um, I'm almost, I almost wanted to send him a check. It was so perfect. Uh, oh, this is the we'll fall tell... package. And there's seven... In the fall package. I think I'm gonna have to turn this one over to Calvin because I, right, I can't you, tell from the picture. You get you give that to Calvin. And you're getting some compliments from Mark, so you might want to. Uh, okay. Yeah, put your headgear back on. Uh, yeah, one yeah, I said uh, that. that one, he's said, uh, calling to tell him not to chop down his head, but because he actually oh. sounded. Uh, I told him he shouldn't do it till he at least sees the bloom. Oh, okay. Once he sees the bloom, he may change his mind. <laughs> okay. So yes, Mark. Oh, hang on, hang on, Trace, Trace. Hey, just one second. So okay, what were you saying, Mark? We now I got everybody on. Okay, Trace has headgears on. Okay, I was just saying that uh, you did a fabulous job explaining the fall program. It's seven plants, and in the spring it's fifteen plants. Uh, we focused in on two small trees that are required, 
and then five remaining trees. Um, Milton, you asked mm-hmm. if they had to buy all seven plants. Yes, because if they don't buy all seven plants, I can't pay trace. So that's what well, I'm we definitely We definitely want to get paid. Uh, one thing we didn't mention is the trees. Uh, they have to be five gallon or better for the first two, uh, yeah. and then everything else can be gallon or, or better. Oh, or better, yeah. You can always upgrade, we all, and we always encourage that. Uh, if you have the opportunity for your landscape, uh, you know, do the two five gallon trees, and then maybe uh, some more threes. Uh, but they have to be at least one gallon. And then I also had to compliment Calvin. Calvin, are you there? No, he's helping someone off the air. Okay. Well, Calvin did that exactly how I would do it. Yeah, I would spray and then plant. I wouldn't even put the mulch down first. I, I'd spray, let everything die, and then go ahead and plant where I want to plant, then put the mulch on top. Uh, everyone always goes, oh, i got to dig up 200 square feet of lawn. I'm going, no, no, you don't. Go out there with a cup of coffee and uh, you know, either your natural mix or your Roundup and, and do it and wait a week. And then go ahead and plant. All right, so if folks want more information, uh, Mark, where do they go? They absolutely go to uh, www.gardenstylesa.com. That's gardenstyle, all one word, dot com. And then you click on the little tab there where it says coupon. And you can go uh, read over the details and then apply for the coupon. We send it to you five to seven business days. And then you can use these until this uh, October 31st. I almost made a slip there. October 31st. Now, the only thing I have to correct Trace on is tomorrow, the great tease is he's going to talk about the voucher, not the coupon. The voucher. Oh, a voucher, not a coupon. So, yeah, Trace, yeah, we'll talk about the voucher tomorrow. It's a voucher. Not a yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This excitement. Excitement building. It is a great team. It is. It is. Well, um, Mark, again, you knocked it out of the park, man. I don't know how you do it each week. But we appreciate it. <laughs> uh, okay. Your check will be in the mail, too. <laughs> I'm still waiting, dude. Uh, but still. It's still in the U.S. mail. I got lost. <laughs> okay. I know that happens. Thanks, man. Thanks for clearing all that up. All right, you too. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah, we got really busy there. So Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, uh, and that's another example. You don't have to actually uh, ask your question on the air. Well, uh, Calvin's still answering the question off the air over there, and Trace was... uh, Helping somebody, uh, helping him, and then moved him on down to Calvin. And he, what was it? He was going to chop down the red bud. He was going to chop down the red bud. Oh, okay. But you said you said wait. Well, I, I wanted to at least see what the because he just moved into the home. Oh, okay. So he's wanting to know what it what it was first. So, so it was there when he got there. It was there when he got oh. there. And uh, red buds are are a gorgeous tree for many months out of the year, and they can have a little problem when it gets hot. But okay. uh, sometimes the color that you get or the enjoyment that you get when it goes into bloom is worth putting up with the tree not being so uh, yeah. pretty the rest of the year. 
All right. Well, who was was somebody at the tree with their, yes, their cell phone? Yes, he, he, he had a landscaper out there. That oh, was my gosh. <laughs> wow. So that's so, why he ran off and got on the phone. That was smart. What was that? Was that Mark? Yeah. Mark well, said you did an excellent job. On what? It's something. I don't know. Uh, spring. No, the, up, your, your idea on the roundup and the mulch. And the... Oh, yeah. Okay. You did it exactly how he would have done it. So... Congratulations. It works. Yeah, now, uh, that works. And I was only corrected on one issue. It's yeah, as my voucher, not a coupon. Terminology. Well, okay. So tomorrow, uh, instead of Trace talking about a $25 coupon, he'll be telling you how to get a $25 voucher. Oh, is that? Uh, yeah. So I called it a rebate. Is oh, that? man. Mark's going to call you now <laughs> and take back his compliment. I don't know. Is it a rebate? Okay, rebate, we'll find out rebate if you if they take it off your bill. Yeah, rebate if they take it's, uh, okay. it's not. Do they give you a, send you cash? Well, no cash. It's a off your water bill. I a, thought it's a voucher. It's a voucher. Oh, so you just hand that in with your right and, when you pay your bill. Yeah, and uh, there's some things we'll talk about tomorrow can actually be uh, utilized in some different ways. Cool. Hey, we got Frank on the line at 308-8867. Hi there, Frank. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. Uh, let's see. I wanted. To, I have a bush, or it's called a fireman's cap or coral tree, that I had purchased uh, uh, from that uh, festival of flowers, and it's still okay. in a five-gallon five pot. And I'm thinking about planting it, but uh, should I wait until springtime, or well, what would be your best? On that. What is it? Fireman's cap. It's a it's a perennial. Oh yeah. So uh, it should, you could either do either way. Uh, if it were a really cold winter, it might suffer a little bit, but it should still make it through it. I think if it were me and I didn't mind moving it around, I, I would probably leave it in the container and plant it in in March. Hmm. Okay. But there isn't there isn't All a right. problem planting it now with. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> have you got your Have you got your machete ready? <laughs> I've seen them around town. They're pretty, uh, but they do. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, sick. they grow. They grow. Uh, yeah, they're pretty um, serious growers. I I don't. I, I, you know, I think I think Trace is right. You got uh, either choice. You're going to be right. If it was convenient for you, you could plant it. Uh, okay. Now, but you then then if you get a cold cold spell, you'd have to. Uh, probably protect it because there wouldn't be much ro- root system there. Okay, but, does uh, this need full sun? I've only seen them in the sun. Okay. I, you you want to know if it could be in the sun or or shade? Okay, well, good, good, good. good. Sun, yeah, I did, I did want to, I did, I did sit under a tree, and then I've seen another one that's out in full sun by the airport. So yeah, they, yeah, they generally will, will they say they're full sun, but the, the, I've seen a lot of them in, in kind of uh, partial shade situations where they grow they grow pretty well. That, yeah. That's the thing, you know, they they've got they grow really fast, and they will. We've talked about queen's crown coral vine, and there's there's some of these uh, plants that will find the sun. And and uh, that that one you're talking about will is one of those. It can grow. It's aggressive and it'll it'll grow out and and find the sun it requires to to meet its needs for sure. 
Scott, does it have so thorns? Thank you, gentlemen. Oh. Thank you very much. Th- thank you. Bye. All right, Bye. that'll free up a line. There's still plenty of time to call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. Uh, the man with the red butt, he asked you a question, Calvin, after he talked to Trace. What was he talking about? The one with the phone that had the... Uh, oh, he asked me to identify a, uh, a plant, an uh, exact plant, which I couldn't, which I couldn't recognize. He, he was going to bring a bus. I don't, I don't know if these leaves had went, went with it or not. Or yeah, what? those, those are the leaves that went with it. Okay, he was going to bring a piece of the, the branch. Uh, it's got a kind of a different, a different look. I told him that didn't mean, you know, he lives close. He could bring a piece of the branch. Doesn't mean we'll be able to identify it, but we may we'll look around and find somebody that that might. Yeah. Uh, had a had kind of a exotic look about it. it looked like it was a uh, really a fast grower too. I'm thinking it's a weed. Hmm. How big was it? Was it big? The picture showed pretty large. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, and it looked like the the latest, like it put on about four feet of growth. In the past year, you know, it's just that, that that's where the, the new growth was. Uh, first, it almost looked like a rag, you know, one of those big ragweeds uh, to me, but I, I'm glad I didn't, <laughs> didn't say that because uh, he, he was kind of kind of partial towards it. But hopefully, we'll get a little a bigger piece and we'll we'll be able to see if it's a, a woody stem or. And uh, the arrangement of the leaves on the, on the stem may help us too. He didn't. Okay. He, has, he hasn't seen whether it blooms or not. Cool. So, so you you have any suspicions? I think it's a weed. A weed sort. of uh, any specific? No, just a weed. If, if it grows that fast with that leaf, I'm thinking it's not something desirable. All right, that'll be interesting to see. All right. Um, so we have uh, still a few more minutes left of the, the, uh, the show, and then uh, I'm going to kind of give uh, Trace a little quiz here. So what is our what is our weekend? Our plant of the weekend. Plant of the weekend. Weekend. weekend, 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 weekend dragon weekend. fruit. All right. So it's a, a tropical type cactus. Uh, Fruit producing plant. Yeah, and uh, the, I think the, we had gotten a call on it before because the person who um, was calling about it was interested in the fruit for for the health benefits of it. So uh, if you Google it, uh, you'll see that the, there is some health benefits that they talk about as well. So that one, you can get the uh, what, is, what size is that? It's a two gallon with okay. a trellis, and uh, what we're reading on it, it takes about six years to actually get to fruit. So we, I know we've personally got about four in these, so uh, we uh, we should be seeing fruit in the very near future. Okay. And then we will have some small ones. If you want to experiment, we'll have some small ones ready, hopefully this spring. So you could, uh, if you wanted these, you could call. Uh, you could obviously come by and get them, but if you wanted to. Make sure that they were still available when you got here. You can call Millburgers at 497-3760, 497-3760. You know what else it's time to do? What? Plant um, wildflowers. Oh, yeah. okay. are we there now? 
Yeah. And uh, Jerry warned us that uh, there may be a shortage of bluebonnet seeds, but I noticed that the rack here at Milberger's has got lots, so far, has got lots of bluebonnet seeds, too, so you can get seeds. There will be transplants available later, bluebonnets, and that's one, uh, that's a neat way to uh, get a naturalized bed started. Uh, seed works, but uh, transplants also work. Um, and then they've got, there's uh, uh, several different mixes of wildflowers, but you want to find a, a sunny location where there isn't much of a weed cover. A few rocks sticking out don't don't hurt. They don't they don't need great soil. They just they don't they don't compete well with uh, sod or with uh, heavy weed cover. So that you know you can rake the area if you want. Uh, I never do, but uh, you put it out there and uh, spread the seed. And the key is. Yeah, the seed has to make a soil contact. Yeah. And then there'll be some germination this fall, and then, of course, you'll have the blooms next spring. we got to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Trace for coming in and sitting with Dr. Parsons. He'll be back here tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.